Hi there, um, and welcome to another episode of the Wild Free Will Podcast. I'm here today to talk about something that, I mean, it. I feel like I want to speak from the heart um, and really speak to my experience of, uh, um, I guess, scrolling on social media, I guess, is, is kind of a way I would summarize it. I'm going to be honest that this is my second time reporting, recording this podcast because I just felt like the first time around, I wasn't really getting to the heart of what I wanted to express and how I wanted to express it. And so we're going to try again and see how that goes. But today I found myself scrolling and I was actually looking for... Um, I was looking for a specific person and while I was looking for this person, I actually came across a a coach that I used to follow when I first started on my journey. And I went to her page and I just felt um, really gross, if I'm honest. (laughs) I felt really gross. And um, it that, uh, first off, to be clear, that's on me. That's my experience of the situation. And it's not a commentary on, on this person in particular. This person would also be classified as an influencer. So there are now a lot more influencers in the personal help industry than maybe there were before. And I was looking at this person's content and I felt like, I felt myself questioning how authentic this content really was. It was ultra curated, ultra filtered, ultra everything. Um, And it just, sorry about that. I'm having some throat issues today. Um, I'm, I, it felt really fake to me. And that's not a commentary on whether or not this is true for this person. It's my experience only of of their of their content of what they're putting out, and I felt really gross about it and uh, gross while I was on on this person's page, and so I immediately got out because that's what one does when they don't feel good about something. We don't tend to sit. We shouldn't certainly sit in anything that makes us feel bad about ourselves or anything that makes us feel like kind of off energetically right like we don't want to necessarily hang out in those spaces because that can affect where we come from energetically throughout the rest of the day and so we do want to be mindful of stuff like that and the content didn't make me feel bad about myself in the sense that it made me feel less than or or not as worthy or like even jealous I actually didn't feel any of those emotions because I don't find that well first off I don't experience jealousy unless I admire somebody And I'm also not an overly jealous person in general, which I feel really grateful for. Um, God has given me or the universe has given me other barriers and hurdles that I that I will have to overcome. Uh, Jealousy just doesn't necessarily happen to be one of them. And I feel really lucky for that. But looking at the content made me feel really nasty because I really am starting to question this portrayal of people on social media in general, but also especially in the coaching industry and the therapy industry, because so many people are now getting their mental health information online. And unfortunately, we just really can't ever know someone's experience level or their knowledge level. And 
So it does make getting information in that way really kind of questionable and perhaps even dangerous in some ways. And I worry too, because I'm not immune to this and I'm not external to it. I am a coach. I am within the coaching community. So this discussion also has me asking, where have I perhaps been a part of the problem? Do you know what I mean? When have I been giving information that maybe wasn't 100% correct, I guess? I think we're all trying to speak from the heart. I want to believe the best about the industry, but I do feel concerned because there is a lot of pandering to the algorithm. There's people creating reels because right now that's what gets you the most visibility and that's how you build your audience. And so people are doing these things and, and they're using topics that are really trending, I guess you could say, or they're like what everybody else is talking about. So I've talked about this on other podcasts and I will do an entire podcast about just this topic. But two things that we see often in the, in the kind of self-help, personal development, therapy, coaching communities right now is the discussion of narcissism and gaslighting. And it makes me fucking rage. <laughs> it makes me so angry. Uh, just because everybody is talking about it. And the fact of the matter is, is that not everyone who is talking about these topics is qualified to, period. There is no two ways about it. These are topics that belong in a therapeutic setting to be discussed by people who are qualified therapists. This is not a conversation or a label that can be handled handed out by Joe Blow on the street. It's just, it's not. And, but we have people engaging with this kind of content that is expressing itself as an authority because that is how people are taught to market online. That's how people are told to sold up, to sell online. And I know that because I have done seven bazillion business courses and I've hated every one of them for this reason because I can say that I'm an expert in something all I want. And, and it's what the world wants of us. The world wants us to be experts. The world wants everyone to be an expert, whether that, that expertise is showcased online on social media or otherwise, even going to college, even going to university and getting a degree, that is still a signifier of your expertise, of the time, money, and energy that you invested in gaining knowledge. And it is what our society as a whole values. And so we see this a lot in this community. And I find myself asking, why do we want this kind of content from people? Why are we asking people who are not experts, let's be totally honest, to sit in the space of expertise in order to sell us something? We are essentially, as a community, asking to be lied to. Because if everyone needs to be an expert or everyone needs to position themselves as an expert in order to sell something online, it means that everyone is going to do whatever it takes in order to embody that role, whether or not they've actually done the work, like the legwork to get to that space of expertise. And I've felt this pressure in the past um, because of the business courses that I've taken. And I talk to my clients often and I say, listen, I'm, I'm not an expert. I don't like that idea because an expert expertise also creates a hierarchy that I think is really dangerous where I know more than you do. And 
obviously to be in a coaching or a therapeutic relationship with somebody, you do need to be a certain amount of steps ahead of them. You do need to have a certain amount of skill or knowledge in your area. So my area would be mindset. I do need to know a certain amount of mindset. And certainly I need to know more about mindset than my clients. But that doesn't necessarily make me an expert on on mindset. And what does the idea of expertise even mean anymore? So that was kind of one side of the, of the coin. And the other side of the coin was, why are we asking people? Why are we expecting people? And we are, we are asking, we're not asking straight out, but we are asking people to present this, excuse me, <clears throat> sorry. We are asking people to present this sort of highly curated, highly filtered version of themselves to the world as if it's the only sort of side of things that matters. And we're not talking about when it's hard. We're not talking about when it's bad. We're not talking about the crying and the tears and the breaking down and like when the shit hits the fan. We're not having those conversations. We're having conversations about how much money we're earning per month and how wonderful everything is and how you too, if you buy my program or if you take my course or if you read my book or if you attend my seminar or workshop can have this too. And it's so, so, so dangerous. It's so dangerous in my opinion. And the reason why I think it's dangerous and the reason why I found this person's page to have that kind of gross energy for me, why it created that within me, was because all this community is essentially doing at this point is shifting the power from the, the people so from all of us individually and then all of us collectively as well onto this idea of I'm an expert and so I know better than you do. And that's something that I, I will never agree with and I will never really be in support of because I don't believe that it's true at all. I tell my clients all the time that I am not the expert on them, they are. And so it's up to them to know what is true, what is real, what is good for them. And no matter how many suggestions I make about what they should do or what they could do or what the possibilities are, what the options are, it's ultimately up to them to filter all of that through their own system and really see what fits and then move from that space. And I think that a lot of the content that we're engaging with online is coming from a space of like, I have information that I wanna share with you, but the way that I do things is right, as opposed to the way that I do things is right for me. And it's I know that it can also be difficult to really convey it's right for me, but it may not be right for you in like a tiny Instagram point post or a one minute reel. I understand that it's not that simple, but I think that in with social media in general, which is already an environment where we spend so much time giving away our power, giving away our, our attention, it's so easy to get back into this kind of feeling of, be, of giving your power away to somebody else, to an expert, to a guru, to whatever. And it's just, it's so dangerous. Like I just can't get away from that. It's so dangerous. And I find that this is one of the reasons why I end up being so inconsistent online because I go through these phases where I say, okay, I have something really valuable to share. I have something that I want to say to the, to the world at large, 
And then I go through phases where I'm like, well, God, isn't there just a ton of noise in the universe right now? And like, even this podcast could be considered noise, realistically speaking. How many podcasts are there now? And even this idea that in the self-help world, it's like, well, when you go for a walk, listen to a podcast. No, no, I, I don't agree. When you go for a walk, listen to the sounds of the birds chirping. Be present. Feel your feet on the ground. And feel like your, your dog on her leash or whatever. Or like listen to the kids laughing at the park. Be where you are. We're constantly told that we need to be always improving and always moving forward and always doing these things. And humans do love progress. So we're naturally geared towards that, in my opinion, at least. In any case, we will always tend towards progress. But we don't need to be progressing every minute of every day. That's not life. That's not how nature works. Nature isn't always in bloom. So why should we be? And why does every spare minute of our time need to be spent consuming content in one form or another? And you might even be listening to this while you're going for a walk. And and if you are, my question to you is why? Why are you listening to this right now? Why not listen to the sounds of of the world around you? Why not take a minute to be present? Why not take a minute to slow down? And this is something that I'm asking myself too. I'm not, I'm not ahead of you guys on this path. I find I'm questioning these things more and more. And, and that's the conversation that I want to have. I worry sometimes that my podcast comes across as a little bit judgmental. And I have a, ju- I have a tendency towards uh, being judgmental. And to be honest with you, I'm fine with it. Because there's no sense in me hating myself. You know what I mean? I understand that it's something that I want to work on. But... I also understand that there's other things that I'm working on that take priority over this and that it will come, it will ease up the more that I learn to love myself. And this conversation actually is exactly about that. It is about the ways in which I loved myself. It is about the ways that I chose to disconnect and that I choose constantly to disconnect from the matrix that is social media in order to reconnect. And one of the things I'm working on in my personal journey right now is really connecting with my own intuition and connecting with my own inner knowing as opposed to being the person. And my dears, I have been this person for a very, very, very long time. I have walked this path. I am talking 100% from experience. Instead of being the person who gives all her power away to somebody who quote unquote knows better. I have bought business courses because I believed other people knew better. I have bought uh, like books because I felt like I needed more expertise. And, And yes, there is something to be said for learning, but it's we're in this constant state now where we're always learning. We're always listening to the external sources. We're always connecting with more and more and more information. And we're not listening to ourselves. And that was the ultimate point of this, of this conversation and of the experience that I had. I'm looking at this person who's putting forth an image and it feels like an image. It does not feel real to me. That doesn't mean it isn't. It means that's my, that's my perception of it. I perceive that this isn't really the, the, the whole truth, the whole story and can never be on social media. No, but that in and of itself is another issue, another, another problem that we need to deal with eventually, (laughs) not today, but it's about whether or not we're looking at these people, I guess maybe for entertainment, even that's weird, but whatever. 
um, or if we're like looking to them for answers that we're not willing to ask ourselves for first. Before we go looking for a solution externally, we really need to begin practicing asking ourselves what is right first. Because no one knows what's right for us. No one knows what we need, what our unique soul expression is craving. Even a coach, even a therapist, okay? I can't possibly know what is real and good and true and right for you. Only you know that. Now, I can help you get closer to that by having a conversation with you, but I'm not ever going to be an expert on you. You are the only expert on you. So why are we so keen and so willing to give our power away to people just because they have 100,000 followers? And I ask this, not just of us individually, but even collectively, why are publishing houses so keen to give books to influencers, to give book deals or publishing deals to influencers? When I was in Canada recently, I went to um, a bookstore. I was really trying to find books to expand my practice. I wanted to read something that would expand my mind, expand my experience, and really change the way that I see the world. And I will tell you exactly how many books I bought. None. Because 90% of the books on the shelves were books written by people who have the exact same amount of experience as I do, which is not enough for me. And honestly, because we can only learn from people who are ahead of us somehow, who are beyond our level. And I really took my time. I was in the bookstore, and it's not a very big one, for hours looking through all of these books, reading the table of contents, and then using them as a sort of oracle and going into the middle of the book. And all I found was that a lot of what is available to us now is just regurgitated information because there's this idea that everyone's uh, voice matters, which is true, and that everyone has a unique perspective, also true, and that no one can say things the way that each of us can. We each have our own voice, we each have our own rhythm, we each have our own way of expressing things, also true. But I don't want to read the millionth book, Instagram post, reel, etc., with the exact same information or even the same audio. Why are we okay with this regurgitated information? And why are we not okay with taking the time to really dive deeper into ourselves to find the answers on our own. Is it scary? Is it too much work? Is it too much effort? And, and I ask this not just for you as a listener, I'm asking this of myself. Why am I interested in more books, more courses, more education? Um, sure, there's cultural programming there. Yeah, oh yeah, oh totally there is. There's societal programming, et cetera, et cetera. There's family values, like education is important, going to school is important, it, being educated and getting information is how you get ahead, knowledge is power, et cetera, et cetera. So there is that. But then there's also this like kind of insecurity. Like I'm not at the same level because I don't have the same certifications. I'm not at the same level because I don't have these things. And, and then even if you're not in the coaching industry, even if you're not in the therapeutic industry, you might still feel the same ways. I'm not as good or I'm not as interesting because I don't have the same number of followers or because my pictures don't look this way or because whatever, whatever, whatever. There's all these rules for how we should live and there's so much outsourcing of our power that it is terrifying. When instead, the only thing that we should ever be doing is actually nothing. 
Isn't that ironic? And I'm not saying not to get support when you need it because absolutely, I'd be putting myself out of a job if I said that. Um, but And there's value in getting support. But all we should be doing is taking the time to get silent, not listening to other people's ideas. And that means don't listen to me too. I'm fine with it. Don't listen to me. Listen to you. If that's the only thing you take away and from this podcast and you never listen to another episode again, I think you're already farther ahead. Not because I don't want to support you, not because I don't love you or see you for the human that you are, because I do. And there is value in wit being witnessed and feeling appreciated and all of those things. Absolutely. But you are the authority on you. And the sooner that we all remember that, the sooner that I feel, from my perspective, that we will heal as a collective because we will all be standing so rooted in our own sovereignty that we will no longer be looking for other people to provide solutions for us. Whether that be in this industry or a teacher or a boss or uh, the government or whatever, we will no longer be looking externally for solutions. We won't, I, I hope, at least degrade it down to being like animalistic or where we're only thinking of ourselves all the time. This is not a call for to become egotistical or self-centered. It's not about that. Uh, and a lot of people feel like when we're starting to love ourselves and really starting to care for ourselves that it is selfish, but it is actually the oxygen mask discussion all over again. If you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. If you're not prioritizing your power, you can't show other people who you really are. You can't inspire people to be who they want to be or who they who they need to be, who they desire to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to leave this here. And the question, though, that I want to ask is the same. Uh, that, the, blah, 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 blah. the question that I'm asking is for all of us. And it is it is multiple. It's 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 multifold because how can we just ask one question? We can't. Like, why are we so obsessed with social media? Why are we so obsessed with these curated, filtered feeds and images? Why are we so willing to pander to the algorithm? Why are we so willing to play the game? Why are we so willing to be plugged into the matrix? Why are we so willing to give away our power? Why do we need people or expect people or ask people to embody this idea of an expert when it's clear that we, most of us don't actually meet the prerequisites for being an expert. If we take, I think it's Malcolm Gladwell, but he says something, someone with an M name, whose name I don't remember clearly now, says that it takes about 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. How many people have actually had the opportunity in terms of even lifespan to dedicate 10,000 hours to their craft? If you're 20 years old, probably not at all. You probably have not had the actual lifetime experience, like the actual like hours in a day to arrive at 10,000 hours of expertise in something. So if we're using that as a benchmarker, and even that is subjective, like it, it doesn't really, it's not like that's the truth that 10,000 hours makes you an, an expert. But if we're using that as an idea, as a benchmark for what expertise means, most of us don't have enough hours on earth to have accomplished that in at our age, essentially. 
So why are we asking people though to embody that energy? Why are we not giving people the time and space to actually evolve into that level of expertise? Why are we asking people at such a young age to make these kinds of declarations as opposed to allowing everyone to just be, to just unfold? And I feel like this is a good time to segue into the idea that there will be, I feel like there's a shift coming in my business and, and in my life and in my practice that takes the energy away from this idea and moves it towards this internal searching, this kind of internal questioning and really gaining our expertise and our and our power from within as opposed to ans asking everybody else for the answers. I don't feel like I've provided an answer today. I feel like I've provided a perspective and perhaps an opinion. And I've asked a lot of questions that I would encourage you to also ask to question and, and think about, does this resonate with you? Does this fit? And who do you want to be in the world? What, what side of this do you want to be on? Uh, there is no right or wrong. It's all just a choice. But I just think that this question is interesting, like what we're asking of people, what we're ex what our expectations are uh, in 2022. I'm not certain that I that from my perspective, I'm not certain that we're on the right path. And I think that the correct path for each of us and it will not look the same is inward. And I feel like that's the shift that I'm making in my life where I'm I've decided that I no longer want to outsource my power to so-called experts and I'm not really buying courses and I'm not necessarily like reading books, unless those books teach me how to connect with myself more. I'm not reading books that are teaching me how to manifest or teaching me how to do like something X, Y, Z. I am teaching books that are, that ask me questions and force me to come up with my own answers because that's the value in the world right now. Our individual answers, that is where the value lies for each of us, but also in the world. Because when we ask those questions, and we share our answers with people, that's how we can inspire. Not telling other people that the way that we do things is the way that they need to do things, because that is a pile of crap. I'm sorry, not all of us are ever going to be able to do things the same way. There is no one size fits all, period. So if that's the case, how can we encourage each other by sharing our truth to embody our own energy, our own expertise, our own power? How can we go about doing that? And I, that's a question I'm asking myself. Who do I want to be in the world and how, how do I want to have an impact? And I think it starts by shifting this, shifting the way that I share things and, and what I share, as opposed to trying to be in the space of a teacher to just share my opinion, which by the way, scares the shit out of me. It scares the absolute living daylights out of me because who the hell am I? And does that then add to the noise as well? There's so much to unpack here, but it's getting long. We've been chatting for a while and I'm going to stop it here. I will be back with another episode uh, to discuss the, the, the hot topics of um, gaslighting and narcissism in the near future, because that is something that is weighing on me in a way that I just find, yeah, I want to, it's almost going to be cathartic to record that episode just to get it out. Um, but yeah, if you, if, if you had a thought or you were triggered by this episode or I pissed you off or I inspired you or whatever, can you reach out and tell me, <laughs> I want to hear what you thought. I want to have a conversation, especially, and this sounds weird, but especially if you didn't like this episode. 
So if you didn't like me, if you don't like me, if you don't like the episode, I'm curious to know why. Um, one, because I think that's how we grow. We don't grow by getting pat on the patted on the back for like how wonderful something was, but we learn by having people share what they didn't like or what didn't resonate with them or why their perspective is different. So I'm, I'm welcoming that in energy. I'm welcoming kindness and respect, obviously, but I am welcoming a difference in opinion um, and a difference in perspective so we can have a conversation and so we can learn, both of us, um, yeah, to see things from another person's point of view and to expand our own point of view. So please feel free to reach out to me, um, leave a review, whatever works. I'd be really, really keen to hear what, uh, what came up for you. And yeah, I will basically see you on the next episode. Just as a last note, if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Candice Alacia, on Facebook at Candice Alacia Coaching, or on my website, www.candicealacia.com. So that would be C-A-N-D-I-C-E-A-L-E-S-S-I-A. If you'd like to connect more, you can definitely hit me up there and I would love to hear more from you and can't wait to see you on the next episode. Take care.